Oh, we cover some real good topics with psychologist Mike Mayer when we visit with him for five to ten minutes about every two weeks, and he's joining us right now. Dr. Mayer, good morning. How are you? Good morning, David. Doing well, and I assume you are, too. I am. I'm trying to. Um, This is another good topic, talking about the past and whether we can let it go. How'd this one come about? This came about because I, um, I, I try to read, too, and, and catch up on things. And I read an article in Psychology Today, and it caught my attention. And the, the title of the article was Let It Go. Hmm. And, you know, that's not easy. We're creatures of habit. We don't like to let it go. I don't think. No. You know, so uh, Dr. Sills wrote the article, Judith Sills, psychologist, um, and, you know, maybe she's stating, maybe you're just stuck in a place by your own bad choices of a job you should have left earlier, or the doctor's visit you delayed, or maybe there, you, you felt the pain of a parent who wasn't there, uh, or the boss who humiliated you. So anyway, you're stuck with the past. And she goes on to state that being unstuck requires being truthful with yourself about how you feel. Are you still angry or still sad or anxious, even though you wish you weren't? But holding out, you need to hold out the possibility that someday you just might feel better. You know, and this, to me, is kind of the gist of it. And I'm going to give you six ways that you're going to go of the past, which is really kind of cool, according to her. She reminds us that we don't get over it, but we might find a different place to put it. <laughs> I like that. We don't get over it, but we'll find a different place to put it. I kind of like that, too. Yeah. We don't forget it, but the thought no longer intrudes us. Mm-hmm. Another. We don't get over the past. We get past it. Past the past. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like it. So letting go means something has to open up in our heads and in our hearts, but that shift bumps up against our resistance to change. Even trying to change for the better is initially dreaded. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And we have to own up to that. We are creatures of habit, which I mentioned. Um, letting go means confronting emotional barriers. We need to challenge our irrational, unproductive thinking until we get our head on straight. <laughs> and that's, the, you know, and that really makes sense. So here are some s- steps we can take to move forward according to Dr. Sills. The first step is we need a vision of the future. Sounds kind of common sense, doesn't it? I like that. Yeah. We need an investment, a distraction, and excitement about something ahead that supplies the energy and the will to push us beyond the past. Examples may include taking an online class for a different degree, hire a trainer, create a new sales target, envision a better job. Something of vision for the future. Second thing, discard things. And I thought, how does this fit in? But it does. (laughs) Look around at your own space. It sends a message about how open you are to change and to rebuilding. Move forward by simplifying. And we've heard that, and there's a big push on that right now. Mm -hmm. Begin small. Maybe clean your nightstand drawer. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, as we get into the spirit, the keep pile will shrink. Okay, third thing, repair what what was done to someone in the past. Restore to a better whole those relationships that have afraid, whether from disuse, misunderstanding, or reluctance to see our part in the past conflict. So making amends can involve reaching out to someone, possibly face-to-face, or in writing, and or expressing our remorse. So 
they're saying, you know, try to take mm-hmm. care of some of those paths. Mm-hmm. Fourth one is rewrite our life stories. And I think this is kind of unique. Rewrite aspects of what happened in our lives from a more balanced, empathic perspective. A healthy rewrite makes us less victimized, less devastated, less lost than the story we told ourselves at the time of the original injury. So rewrites don't change facts. They simply see facts through a more mature, more empathic, less injured eyes. Those eyes help you let go. I thought the rewrite, rewriting Very our heads. Good. Yeah, I like that. With some of the past that happened. Uh-huh. Fifth is forgive. Forgiveness is a decision, not a capitulation. It says, you wronged me. I, don't, I didn't deserve it. I've been angry long enough. I'm laying down my anger because I don't need to carry it anymore. Hmm. And then also forgive yourself for your shortcomings and ask for forgiveness from others. And last but not least, learn to be present. According to to Dr. uh, Sills, not one single technique is as powerful as an antidote to the past as the capacity to be present in the here and the now. The ability to focus on the present is a way to improvement. The technique to better that capacity to focus on the present is mindfulness. You probably heard a lot about that. Yes, I have. Uh huh. Yeah. And that's a practice where you focus in an in a non judgmental way on the thoughts and sensations occurring at that moment. This can help you get past the past. I'm holding in my hand right now something from Harvard Business Review that was published late last month. Why Google, Target, and General Mills are investing in in mindfulness. Yes. So there you go. And, you know, it is really that you, when you focus on something in the present, mm-hmm. the past is not as present in your life. Mm-hmm. The, what was going on is more present, and that does help. And I agree with Dr. Sills that we, at some time in our life, we need to let it go, to let the past go in a healthy way. And that can be very difficult to do in many cases, but when it is done, it is very rewarding, and we need to give it a try. That's great advice. Thanks, Dr. Mayor. Thank you.